Catharsis contains mature language, content, and themes, including discussions of suicide. Please listen with care. Hide and seek, our favorite childhood game. Or was it only my favorite because I was the best seeker? Did you just go along with the game because of how happy it made me? I always won, and you were always sore about it. But yet you still played the next round. And the next. (laughs) Remember how I liked to guess your hiding spots while I counted? It made you so angry when I guessed correctly without even looking. You were always so predictable. Ready or not, I'll always find you. Ten. Nine. Under the dining room table. Eight. Seven. Behind the living room couch. Six. Five. Mom's sewing room. No fair, Sammy. Quit guessing. Four. Three. Where are you hiding now, Meg? In plain sight? Have you finally found a reliable hiding place? One outside of reality? In your own head? Alone? Maybe it's time for you to be the seeker, Sister Bear. Two, one, come find me. Ready or not, here I come. Dayton Writers Movement presents Catharsis, starring Xander Hildenbrandt, Jordan Lopez, and Luna Madison. Part 4, Anger, written by Chris Burnside. Also starring Aaron Crane and Norb Wessels. I know it might not be what you want to hear right now, but it's what you need to hear. It wasn't Sammy that you saw. It was her, Ren. I know it was her. Okay, so while I appreciate you believe this, let's look at it logically. First, distance. You saw someone from a significant distance. It would be impossible to make out facial details at that range. Mm-hmm. Second, visibility. You saw someone through a crowd of people. You probably only caught a glimpse of their face. Her face. Do not pronounce blame me. Look, you know what I- Me. Of all people. Do not. Sorry. Anyway, glimpsing someone through a crowd is not goof-proof recognition. And third, the passage of time. If Sammy had been there, and she wasn't. It's been a long time since you last saw her. Would she really have the same hair? Same wardrobe? Add up all this logic and where do we end up? That's weird. Putting it mildly, but it's a start. No, look. Penelope put some of Sammy's pictures in here. She's not in most of them, but there are a few. Does anything look... off? Um, I don't know. Looks like Sammy. They feel weird. Well, 
Okay, she's smiling super wide. Like more gums than teeth wide. I don't know if I'd ever seen her this happy in real life. Yeah, maybe that's it. Pictures are not literal snapshots of life. You don't reel or live for pictures. You pose for them. Maybe put the box aside for a second and talk with me about this. About what? Why Sammy was watching me at the hospital? Oh my god. The person who talked long enough to a wall to invent that phrase clearly never met you. What else is in here? Okay, so obviously logic isn't working. Let's say you did see Sammy. Thank you. Hypothetically speaking. It's been months. So what could you have seen? I mean, months would be zombie territory, right? Possibly. Was she gnawing on anyone? Moaning for brains? Mayhap a shamble or two? Not that I saw. We're not in New Orleans, so the probability of voodoo is low. And if this were a viral zombie situation, we'd know it. Yep. Logic is not the best approach to take with you. So not zombie. A ghost, then. You saw the specter of Sammy. Hanging heavily around you, Sister Bear. That could explain how she was able to vanish as I chased her. Precisely. So we should do some EVP? Buy a PKE meter. If she were a ghost, I would have seen her more places than just a courtyard outside her place of work. Also, she wasn't see-through. Aha! Then what you saw was a clone of Sammy. Straight out of a vat of protoplasmic science goo. Likely hidden away in the basement of the hospital. Oh, the cloning wing! Where they clone people! But clones wouldn't have the memories of the original, right? Oh my god. She looked at me for a second. She recognized me. Knew me. (sighs) Doppelganger. Changeling. Don't be ridiculous. Yes, because that was the moment when this conversation got ridiculous. Something in here has to help me understand. You realize that all those things... Zombies, ghosts, clones, changelings, they're fictional. Not real. And since these are all we have, there's only one rational explanation left. Sammy isn't dead. What? what, No. No, the only thing that makes sense is that you didn't see Sammy. Sammy isn't actually dead. Meg, Jacob found her. So? Meg, of all people, don't you think that Jacob would have... checked? Made sure she wasn't alive? He absolutely would have, over and over again. Can you just imagine? Just trust me. If he found her, he would have made sure. I don't know what Jake saw. I don't know how sure he was. But I know what I saw. And I'm sure. The mind can do some crazy things. I know you know that. You've quizzed me for enough of my psych exams. Do you know what pareidolia is? The fear of being psychoanalyzed? Wow, rude. Did I hurt your feelings? 
You know you could help me look for clues instead of trying to attack me. Seriously? I am doing the opposite of that. Well, that would be defending. And you're definitely not doing that. And help look for clues? Clues to what? That's a box of things your sister left in her office at work. That she didn't collect because she died. It's not a puzzle to solve. She didn't leave a trail of breadcrumbs. And you think it's just coincidence that Penelope waited all these months to give this box specifically to me? Yes. That it means nothing significant, and it's just a random occurrence to which I'm attributing meaning. That is the definition of a coincidence. You don't even have a sister. What do you know? How dare you? Sammy was like family to me. She was the second person I came out to, after you. You do not get to question how much I loved her. What is this? Don't change the subject. This notebook is heavy. Put that down and look at me. Meg, look at me! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that to you. But you did say it. And now we're going to deal with it. (sighs) Okay. You're right. Sammy was your family because you're my family. That was not right for me to say. I accept your apology. I'm sorry that I'm an asshole. Hey now. Back that self-deprecation bus up. You are not an asshole. You're grieving. There's a difference. But I kind of am. Both things. If you insult my amazing friend Meg by calling her an asshole again, I will fight you. And then fight myself for fighting you. And neither of us wants to see me punch myself in the face. I love you. (laughs) Back at you. Do not punch yourself in the face. (sighs) I shall temporarily refrain. (laughs) What was it you were saying earlier? Pareidolia? Right. Um, it's how your brain interprets vague sensory data as something familiar. I think you see where I was going with that. Um, we don't need to keep talking about this if it's just going to cause an argument. Well, then it seems I'm free to go through this notebook. What if she has private things in there? When has that ever stopped you? The word confidential was scrawled across the front of my diary. One might think such a message a tad redundant, but neither of those factors stopped you from snooping when you found it. I think reading about the time Mom grounded me from the seventh grade dance was the first time you learned the word bitch. After that little betrayal of my trust, I kept all my secret and private thoughts locked away in my head. Don't blame yourself. I'm sure that had nothing to do with them eventually overwhelming me. She's only filled it to about the middle. I can't even read most of this. I'm not sure it's English. Mm, I think they're equations. Math and chemistry. I meant the words in between. I have no idea what this is about. (sighs) Yeah, it's English. Might as well be Greek. I can't read Greek. What's this? Some kind of article. Probably from a scientific journal. She wrote all over the margins. 
More equations and words I don't really get. Perhaps you should have paid more attention in school. A master's degree and what can you even do with it? Yeah. The article is similarly above my academic pay grade. Oh, Penelope gave me her business card. In case Meg needs absolutely anything. I think this counts as anything. I'll send her a pic of this and see if she can explain. Good. Maybe if we go back there, we can get some answers. Something isn't adding up. Hold on, I'll be right back. Since when do you ever answer the door when you're not expecting the Amazon package? My parents aren't home. That has never stopped you from ignoring the doorbell in the past. I can distinctly remember multiple occasions where we hid in a windowless room until we were sure the person had left. Ren, it could be... someone important. (sighs) Well, I guess go answer it. Hi, Margaret. How are you doing today? Hello. Father Kevin, right? Uh, My parents aren't here. Oh, that's fine. I spoke to your mother this morning. I actually came by to see you. Me? Yes, to see how you've been coping, handling these difficult days. Difficult days? Yes. What you've been through this past year. So many highs and lows, what with all of the... Extraordinary travel, and of course with Samantha. Yep. That kind of put a damper on the fun travel. My sister just died, but woohoo! The Parthenon. Respect for the church. Unquestioning adherence to a logical tradition ingrained in you since birth. Colliding with your frustration, your quiet fury that's getting progressively louder. You're done zoning out and ignoring the homily. Now you're shouting over the sermon. Of course, that's... I mean, obviously, emotions can be very conflicting in times of trouble, but we can't lose sight of the graces, large and small, around us every day. Has your only sister ever died? Kevin, tell me about the grace in that. Understanding God's plan for us is one of the hardest parts of faith. Even priests struggle with it. Even priests? Yes. Would you like to sit down, maybe talk about some of these confusing feelings? Yeah, no. I'm good. Are you, Margaret? Your parents are concerned for you. So am I. These are not easy things to deal with, but you don't have to deal alone. I'm not alone. Do you mean... Ren? I'm glad she's helping you through this. They... they are helping me through this. Of course. I'm sorry. I'm still getting familiar with the young people's lexicon. In God's eyes, you know, we are all... Do not finish that sentence. But... I I can think of three different ways that goes, and all of them end with me saying something you regret. I think you mean something that you will... I know what I said. Well, like I said, you're filled with confusion right now. Emotions you don't understand and can't control will rise to the surface. You might lash out at loved ones without realizing it. That's rather presumptuous, if you're talking about two seconds ago. But these are normal reactions. You found out your sister passed away. Then you found out she took her own life. Finding out your sister did sinful things cannot be easy, but we are all sinners. And Samantha was no different than us in that way. 
and her sins do not mean she was unworthy of forgiveness or the kingdom of heaven. Sinful things. Sinner. Sammy was a goddamn saint. Saintess, whatever. Of course, you loved her and, and saw the best in her. We're done here. You're no one's punching bag. I don't mind staying to talk. Ren and I have somewhere to go. That's fine, I can drive you. We'll walk. Well, then I can walk with you. No, sorry. We're going past Hilltop. They don't let priests within 100 feet of elementary schools, right? You hit back. It was Father Kevin. I heard. I got rid of him. Oh, I heard. What's that look for? While I know you're more lapsed than Catholic, that was maybe a bit harsh. The part where I threatened him or the part where I implied he was a pedophile? Perhaps it was God's plan that you hand him his ass. (laughs) How disappointed will Mom be when she finds out how her youngest daughter just treated the local faith leader? How let down will she be as she recalls the little girl who dutifully sat through sermons and sacraments with only light fidgeting? And how proud would that little girl be if she saw her future agency on full display? Oh, it's Penelope. Oh. What? What is it? This is... Uh, looks like we are going back to the hospital. She says we need to bring the notebook and the article back to her. So she can tell us what it's about? Yeah, I'm thinking that's not it. Why? What did she write? Please bring both the notebook and the article back to me at the hospital immediately. They contain sensitive information. Do not show them to anyone else. What the fuck? Why would she do that? I mean, she did say please. And what if we don't give it back? It's Sammy's property, not hers. Uh, given my current situation, ownership is a bit of a fuzzy concept, isn't it? Well, she was working on some confidential stuff. If it contains classified information, it might technically be some corporation's property. Do you really want a platoon of SWAT dudes busting through the front door? Let them try. Don't be stubborn. You know what? Fine. She wants it back, we'll bring it back to her. That's a surprisingly accommodating 180. And when we do, we'll use this opportunity to find out what she knows. And what she's hiding. You hit back. See, I told you we were supposed to sign in the last time. I didn't doubt you. And now we have official visitor badges. Mm-hmm. You know we have to give the notebook back, right? It's Sammy's. It was. And now it's Penelope's. We didn't come out here just to fight her on this. Maybe you didn't. Meg, we need to build goodwill with her. She'll be a lot more likely to answer questions if we play along. So be nice. We're here to do her a favor and she might return it. The notebook? The favor. Prim and proper. Smile softly, chin down, legs crossed. Be a good girl. 
We each had different ways of railing against being told who to be. Still unclear who chose the healthier route. Time may tell. Penelope? Oh, Ren. Come in, please. Hi, Meg. Hi. Could you close the door? Thank you. Why don't you both have a seat? Is that the notebook? May I see it? Meg? Yeah. Sure. Here. And the article is... Oh, here. I see it. Can you tell us what all that's about? These notes... I've not seen any of this before. This is so novel. Brilliant, even. It looks like Samantha calculated the expected clearance time for the drug, the one profiled in this article, and it seems she's proposing that it would be just as effective at a lower dose, protecting the patient's limbic system as well as reducing costs for long-term treatment. I'm not surprised. Breakthroughs like this were modus operandi for Samantha. Do you know that she had more second authorships at her young age than some researchers achieve in a lifetime? Sammy is amazing. We all know it. She was such an asset. An asset. Right. I guess that sort of loss is always a shock by definition, but losing her was difficult. Continues to be difficult. You can't just replace anyone, of course, but Samantha was in a separate class of unique. We were wondering if maybe anything else in there might be important. Maybe something that could give us a clue about what Sammy was doing. Let me see. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, very nice. Penelope. Right. I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't tell you anything more about these notes. They're rather confidential. They're notes in a notebook that you gave to me. Sammy's notes. Her property, which is now mine. I'm afraid you're mistaken, Meg. Everything Samantha worked on related to this project, her research, her writings, even her ideas, all of it belongs to the hospital. That, unfortunately, includes this notebook. How did you have this brilliant work sitting in a box for months, then? It must have been overlooked. That's an interesting use of the passive voice. Took the words right out of my mouth. I think what Meg is trying to say is that it seems odd that no one would have looked through any of her belongings for work-related materials. She must have had other notes. Probably a computer. I'm sure those weren't tossed in a box. Like I said, we must have overlooked the notebook. Samantha had so many notes to go through. Only missing one thing is actually impressive. I'm truly sorry this ended up with her other effects. Sorry I got it? Or sorry I might have read it? How much of it did you read? The hard 90s are not lost on either of you. The intention behind them, though? Oh, not much. We couldn't really make heads or tails of it. Did anything stand out? Ren, I think she's about to pull out one of those men in black memory wipers. Samantha said you were quite the character, Meg. It's nothing so severe. I just need to make sure that no secure information became insecure. Well, Meg and I both have many insecurities. 
Your info isn't among them. All secrets safe. Good. Ren, please let me see your phone. What? Your phone. I need to see it. Excuse me? That is not your property, and you have no right to ask. I might not fight you for the notebook, but I will throw down over their phone. And you won't let Ren be anyone's punching bag, either. I only need a moment. Did you not hear me threaten you just now? Meg, relax. I have this. Look, Penelope, all due respect, but I'm not giving you my phone. The photos you took of the notebook and the article. I need to delete them. Yeah, that isn't happening. I must insist. Okay, I see that all due respect in your case is zero, so we're leaving. I know you think I'm being unreasonable, but you don't understand the sensitive nature of this research. I'd rather not escalate this. I have dealt with enough Karens in the last few years that I have the ACLU on speed dial. I can see the headline now. And trust me, it's bad for the hospital. Look, I'm sorry about this. Can you just delete the photos and show me? I don't need to actually do it myself. Like hell they will. It's fine, Meg. It's not like we understand what's in the pictures anyway. There. Deleted. See? My last photo is the singleton glove I saw at the airport the other day. Yes. Thank you so much, Ren. I'm sorry for being so insistent. No, it's fine. I understand. You're just doing your job. Who is texting me? Oh, probably your mom. We're supposed to get ingredients from the store. For the pie? Yeah. Don't you love pie, Penelope? Uh, sometimes? I suppose it depends on the kind of pie. Yes. That would be important information, wouldn't it? Right. I guess we're done here. Let me know if you want me to bring you any of Sammy's other important personal belongings. Uh, bye, Penelope. Bye? You're very sneaky. Oh, like I wasn't gonna send those pictures to you before deleting them. Suck it, Penelope. I enjoyed you teasing her with the pie comment. Very subtle. I was thinking of holding out my hand to shake and then retracting it at the last second, (laughs) but this seemed more poetic. Yes. Poetic pie. Always the right choice. Did you hear what she said about Sammy? Yes. Which part? She called her an asset. That's a weird way to talk about a person. It's a business thing. Yeah, sure, but this isn't exactly a corporation. They're doing medical research. (sighs) Sure, it's a kind of cold way to refer to a human being, but maybe she was just referring to how important Sammy was to their work. Sounds like she was really doing well here. Oh no. She's always been book smart, but never expected she would be such a big shot at work. Really? Sammy was always so driven. Such a perfectionist. Way too high-strung to settle for less than being the best. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, look at the work she was doing. Researching how to make other people's research better. All just to save lives. (laughs) All just to save lives. It's so impressive. So impressive that they might know something. What? Who? Here, look at the article. This person is the head of the lab that published the research. If Sammy had any contact with them because of her findings, they might remember her. I bet I can find a number for them. 
Sure, they might. But what could they possibly tell us that... And you're already calling them. Seriously, Meg, please eat some pizza. You've barely had anything today. He said he would text back after checking some things. I know, but enjoying some double pepperoni will not require you to take your eyes off your phone. See? I can hold it in the air while you eat. Right in front of your eyes. You can watch the screen not light up as you are fuel on carbs. Say, ah. Uh... He said they've been trying to get a hold of her for months, but she just went dark. Well... Yeah? Why would she cease communication so suddenly, though? Uh, Meg, you know what happened months ago, right? It's like she didn't want them to know she'd be gone. I don't think we're seeing this the same way. Are you saying that her ghosting them was before everything else? We wanted a reason why she went away. This could be it. I feel like there's something here. Meg, not everyone who takes their own life has nothing to live for. Something just isn't adding up. I wonder if... It's him. And? What's he saying? Meg? Meg, what's wrong? Ren, this... He wrote, But because the Department of Defense funded the advancement of the grant that Samantha co-wrote... I can't tell you anything else about it. Just know that she was trying to save thousands of lives. Another dead end. I'm sorry, Meg. I think maybe we just need to not worry about the notebook anymore. You don't understand. This is huge. The government was involved. Thousands of lives were on the line. Meg. I was right. This is much bigger than anyone realized. Bigger? Oh, you have no idea. And apparently no one who has an idea will share with you. But that doesn't stop those gears frantically turning in your head. Maybe you don't need them and their shady evasions and their half-answers. Maybe all you need is to look beyond the obvious hiding spots. Come find me, Sister Bear. Three, two, one. Dayton Writers Movement presents Catharsis. Executive producer and lead writer, Alexa Fetfisher. Producers, Chris Burnside, Megan Burnside, and Carrie Zahn. Audio production, Chris Burnside and Catherine Seaton. Music and score, Catherine Seaton. <laughs> <laughs>